everyone, and welcome back to the Anything But Bland podcast, where we talk about business, community, and everything in between. This is the Bland and Associates podcast, and I'm Kaylee Raskowski, and I have my co-host here with me, Ashley Postaway. Guys, welcome back to the show. Today, we have a very special special guest joining us, someone mm-hmm. who has dedicated a portion of their life to the world of real estate. <laughs> they have a wealth of experience, a deep understanding of the industry, and have a passion for helping people achieve their real estate goals. Please help me welcome one of our own tax department gurus and CPA, Danny Sensky. Thanks, guys. Hi, that Danny. was quite the intro. Yes. I love it. Where <laughs> Ashley comes up with truly stroke the, the best. ego a little yes. bit there. Right. Well, we're thrilled <laughs> to have you on today again yep. um, to share your insights and expertise with our listeners. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been at the firm, and anything we can find you doing outside of work? Yeah. <laughs> so first off, thanks for having me back. It's been yes. it's been a bit. I feel like last last time I was on, it was post tax or it was right around tax season. We were talking about eating Girl Scout cookies. Oh my and all gosh, that. that's Boxes. right. Survival method. Yes. So for tax I season. I did good this year. I didn't eat any. I did <sighs> I did really good. But anyways, okay. So <laughs> so I'm tax director at Bland and Associates, and I've been there, man, 13 years. I think. Wow. Up. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> um, so I specialize primarily in the real estate world, a lot of small business, high net worth taxpayers. Um, but real estate really has kind of turned into a big niche for me. And I feel like a lot of taxpayers are going down the road of real estate mm-hmm. because it's a really great avenue to diversify um, your investments and, you know, your assets and things like that. So and it really, it's really, really interesting to me. And, um, yeah, so thanks for having me on to talk real estate today. Awesome. Okay. Well, we can't let her off the hook. Right. Now the tax season is done. What can we find you doing? Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) with all your free time, all your free time. Well, today I did a little Costco run, (laughs) maybe a little nap. I don't know. I'm deserved. I'm Mm -hmm. a doer. I cannot just sit still. Like I'm not one of those people that can just sit and watch a movie. I wish I was, but I just can't. So I've got... (laughs) list on my oh, phone. It's called, honey oh my it's called the post-tax day to-dos. And oh so there's going to be some furniture I'm putting together. Oh, I'm going to organize, go. <laughs> organize my closet. I'm probably going to do a little painting. I love it. I love I know, it. I'm That's crazy. awesome. I'm a crazy lady. Good. No, I like it. Time to catch up on all right? the things. Catch up mm-hmm. on all the things that you kind of yes. set aside. Hang out with my kid. Yeah. We went to the park yesterday. Oh, Nice. Oh, yeah, it was great weather. I can't keep up. I was like bipolar. Some Peach days it's day. nice. One day it's 80. One day yeah. it's snowing. One day it's tornadoing and lightning, and the next day is winter. Mm-hmm. I had shorts and flip-flops on yesterday, and I wanted to put my gloves on this morning. Okay, yes. I had my winter coat on today and flip-flops today because I'm like, you know what? You just never know what the day is I'm like, Nebraska, can we decide? Are we doing spring? Are we doing summer? What What are we doing? All of it, yes. one day. Impossible to keep up. Yes. Gosh, seriously. Okay, so... I want to do this. Okay. Ashley wrote in this little thing. <laughs> Podcast plan. Okay. Tax season may be over, but the work of our tax professionals is never really done. There's always something new to learn or a new challenge to tackle. So let's take a moment and appreciate all of Danny and the rest of our tax team's oh, hard yeah. work, dedication, and expertise. Thank you. Hey, I'm going to applaud to the team, too, because it is really is a team, and we could not do it without each other. Truly. You guys really do have such a bond. You know, I think the leaders of tax department have done a great job facilitating that, and then the people you have hired seem to just fit right in. We have a really, really great group, and everybody works so hard, and they're all taking a little break, which I appreciate. Like, you guys need to just take a break. So thank you for that. I heard a little chatter when I was in the office the other day. It was the day after tax tax day or whatever. And I don't know who it was. It was somebody there that was saying they just want to know. It was one of the the younger staff saying they want to know, like, the other side. Like, they want to know full circle, like, how it works 
well, with what, do, what they do, and then the next person does, and the next mm-hmm. person, just so they can understand the full concept, because, sure. you know, next year they might be moving on to something else mm-hmm. or whatnot, so it's just, it's nice to hear within whatever happens in tax season, mm-hmm. maybe not stays in tax season, but that they want to keep learning and yeah. like, learn it full circle, and I like that we can have employees that want to learn. Oh, you know, absolutely. all sides yeah. of it. We have some yep. very, very ambitious up-and-comers within oh, the firm that, that they want to know awesome. all the things and do all the things, and I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah that's great. Let's do it. Come on. Yeah. Yep. Good. It. Okay, so we have Danny on today. We've talked about she was in our season one yes. as well, so you can seek that episode out, but today our emphasis will be on a real estate, real estate tax strategy that is maybe not well known and probably underutilized. And so today, Danny will talk about cost segregation. Yes. So, yes. Danny, please take it away and just help yeah. us learn more about what this opportunity is. Yes, yes. So I'm, I'm really glad that you say that because you think that most people in real estate would have heard about this term or know about it. And mm-hmm. what made me think to bring this topic up to you two was I had a prospect call with this person who was heavily involved with real estate. And I was like, yeah, let's look at cost seg. And they're like, wait. What's that? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, let's have right. that conversation. And I'm like, started thinking, and I'm like, maybe there are quite a few people in the real estate world that aren't that savvy, or maybe they don't have a great CPA partnership and they need one that with those folks <laughs> yeah. that like Bland right. that know about these strategies. Um, so I'm going to kind of break, because cost segregation, it's like a big word. It's a mouthful. Yes. And you're yes. like, okay, what are we talking about here? So I'm going to break it down and give a little bit of an example. Okay. So just really like layman's term, in short, it's taking a piece of property and breaking it up into different components. So in your mind, you're like, okay, what does that mean? So let's say an example. You are a real estate investor and you go out and you buy a $10 million building. Like, let's say this building. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So you, you bought it for $10 million. You assign a value to land. Right away, can't depreciate land. It just is what it is. So let's say 10% goes to land. So now you have a $9 million commercial asset that according to the IRS laws, you can expense over 39 years. Mm. So you're like, oh, that's a really long time. 9 million divided by 39. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm an accountant, but I can't do math in my head. <laughs> don't ask me. That's why we have calculators right. on our wrists, yep. <laughs> um, which our math teacher said we never would, but here we are. Oh my yep. so, so anyway, so you've got this $9 million asset that now you're expensing over 39 years. Well, maybe you've got a really high net income year. You need to think about some strategies. Okay, let's look at cost segregation. So they will take they as in the engineers that do these mm-hmm. studies, which we can mm-hmm. get into that, will take that $9 million asset and break it into components where you might now be able to immediately expense maybe $1.2 million of that asset. Oh. So you now have a $1.2 million deduction versus whatever the amount would have been had you not done the cost segregation. Mm-hmm. So it can be really, really monumental in terms of a tax-saving strategy um, because now, especially with bonus depreciation, so kind of throwing out some technical terms here, but, you know, that means that you can take that asset and expense it in full that that year. And Mm -hmm. so looking at the cost segregation study and having someone come in and, you know, take your $9 million asset or whatever it might be and break it into these chunks can really have significant tax saving strategies Mm -hmm. and, um, is that yeah. only for commercial or is that for residential too? Residential too. I just okay. use commercial as an example. That's so okay. you could do the same mm-hmm. thing with like a multifamily apartment complex okay. or maybe even like a senior assisted living center. That's a mm-hmm. big one that I see happening recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you even could do it with um, if you're an investor who has maybe a slew of single family That's homes yep. or mm-hmm. like duplexes. Um, typically, 
you know, if it's just like one single family home, it's not cost advantageous for you to pay an engineer to come in and do this study because the benefit might not outweigh what it costs for them to do it. But maybe you have 25 single family homes. Well, then maybe, Mm -hmm. and it's a grouped study, or maybe you have a couple multi fourplexes or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. then they can come in and and break up the components accordingly. Yeah. So So is that for, so let's say this, um, real estate person, is doing this for a commercial building and real estate. Mm-hmm. Can they do it for all their properties as sure. one, like tax savings? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so you have, so Bland doesn't do, we don't do the cost segregation studies, but we have the connections and the people that are experienced. Do it. So they're engineers, they're, they're analysis, and they'll come in and they'll ask for like blueprints of the property, whatever kind of assets you own, you know, when you purchased it, the date and service, because that matters too. Um, and they'll come in and do the study, whether it's, you know, yeah, maybe you have a multifamily and a commercial and mm-hmm. you might do multiple in one year. Okay. And the cool thing with the cost seg too is they maybe do the study, but maybe, maybe your tax situation changed in that year. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you don't elect to use it that year and you use it the next one. Oh, okay. So there's some options there with the reporting and, you know, there's some tax forms that, that your tax professional will help you with. But yeah, so there's some options there. Yeah. All right. Along with that, Danny. Yeah. So do the, how long do these, these cost segregation studies like take for the engineers to do does it take like a week does it take a month does it take a year that how is, long does that it is take? a really great question because they also have a busy season okay. and so if that is something that you are thinking of doing or let's say this is your first time hearing about it now is the perfect time go talk to your tax professional and start having those conversations because the guys that do the I shouldn't say the guys the guys and the ladies uh-huh. the teams <laughs> right, that do the cost segregation studies um, they have a busy season because these people, a lot of them, they want to have it done before they file their taxes. And so right now you would be maybe doing the study for somebody who had extended. Um, they maybe haven't filed yet, or maybe they filed, but they extended and you can do what's called a superseded. So there's time, but typically it might take them a few months, especially if it, they're in their busy season, like Q4, end of the year, everybody's coming off of sure. doing some tax Because they want to get it ready for they you They want to get it right. done. Okay. They want to get it in there. Um, so now is the time to have those conversations because you can kind of really be forward thinking of like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to start thinking ahead. What's my tax liability this tax year? Let's start having the conversations with the experts and then, you know, moving down the road. Through so, the year. so are the, are the people that are purchasing these, um, buildings and sure. homes, are they, I know we do tax planning at Bland. Mm-hmm. So would they, they would start their tax planning earlier with you if they're, if they're in the real estate. Yeah. Industry. I mean, I think that, I think, I think it's always really good to leverage the timeline with an, with an accountant. So yeah, you've got your, okay, compliance time. That was Q1. We basically mm-hmm. just finished that. But now is the great, is a really great time to start having those planning opportunities, the okay. consulting, the having the conversations. What does your year look like? What do you, maybe they have properties under construction. What do you have coming online this year? Okay. Is it a potential for a cost segregation study? Um, so doing that now before it's too crazy in the end of the year or shoot, it's already in January. Maybe we missed the vote. Mm -hmm. You know, now is the great, is a really great time. And you're taking advantage of a time to where inherently tax professionals are a little less stressed and busy. (laughs) They're coming off the deadline. So right now for me, at least in our bland plan, this Mm -hmm. is like Mm -hmm. the window. It's like basically May 1 through end of the year, essentially to do and have some of those conversations. Perfect. Great questions though. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about who maybe is not a good candidate. We talked about the owner of a single family, residential, maybe owners of buildings that have already been depreciated Correct. for yeah. a significant so amount of time. So maybe they don't have a lot of, you know, improvement in into the property. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've had it for quite a while and there really just isn't anything there. Um, definitely just like a single family home. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to, it's not going to be worth the time unless it's 
a $2 million home <laughs> in Florida, <Sure>. maybe, <laughs> maybe, but you know, here, you know, like your 200,000, 300,000 rental, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to have, it's going to cost you more than probably sure. the savings are even going to generate. But yeah, I mean, you're really old, older properties that you haven't put a lot of improvements into. So that, that leads me to another thought too, is even it, maybe it's not a new acquisition, but maybe it's a building you had and you just did an extensive renovation. Mm-hmm. You just put $2 million into improvements right. in this building. Well, let's maybe look and see what you did. And can yeah. we, can we claw any of that away from 39 and say that some of that is eligible for bonus to sure. be depreciated immediately? Nice. Yeah. So that's a common one, especially in the, in the commercial world. I feel like, like when the tenant moves out, so like, let's oh, say you absolutely. Have someone occupying three floors, you did a whole gut job of the space, oh, you know, okay. so mm-hmm. you did a ton of improvements. Like, okay, let's look, what yep. did you do here? Mm-hmm. Can they do a couple of them in a year? Let's say, you know, your tenant moves in, they remodel it, they do it. Um, but then, like, six months down the road, it doesn't work out. Something falls through for that company, and they have to move out, and someone else comes in and, and does a whole remodel. The person yeah. that owns that, is that going to affect the study that maybe was already done, or do they just do a, like... Potentially, okay. if it was to the space, and the mm-hmm. space changed, and then they came in and demoed, you know, demoed that out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you could have you could have a study done on the building, and it'd be, you know, maybe you had first floor had this big gut job and mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, so they can, they can look at the actual projects themselves. How long do these studies, are they good for, for the tax breaks? So it depends on the year that they do this study. So okay. there's certain things. So like, and when the asset is placed in service matters too. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm being careful of not getting too into that because it gets yes. really technical I'm really sure. fast. Um, so it, it definitely matters the year the property was placed in service because then that matters what kind of options you're you're allowed to take in terms of deductions mm-hmm. because those rules are changing. So mm-hmm. if your assets placed in service in 2023, well now it's not a hundred percent bonus anymore. It's 80%. So, you know, if you had an asset placed in service in 2022, 21, you know, then the rules were a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you could still do a study in 2023, but if your building was placed in service in 2021, there's options that they can do on the actual, okay. on the study, and then you pick it up on your return. And there's elections and adjustments. It's called a 481A. Um, if anyone wants to have yeah. some light <laughs> reading on a 481A, Trivia. go look it up. Form 3115. Um, and the good the good cost segregation study companies are great because they'll provide you with that information. Mm-hmm. And so then your tax preparer takes it. They put it on the return. They do what they need to do. Nice. And I have to imagine, oh, sorry. No, that's okay. To cut you off. But along those lines, I have to imagine it's important to use a good yes. cost seg company because this is probably an area that the IRS looks at upon sure. audit. And so to have. Sure. Oh, absolutely. And the first thing, if it's a company I never heard of, I'm like, let me see the engagement mm-hmm. letter. Do they stand by their product if you're audited? If they don't stand oh, by it, then you need to look somewhere else. And a lot of the good cost segregation companies are going to stand by it. They're going to defend you. They're going to help you. They've got this whole package and then the history to, to back it up. So definitely shop around. I was just going to ask a- you shop around. Yes. Okay. <laughs> ask your ask your your CPA, your tax advisor. Mm-hmm. If if they are specialized in real estate, they're going to know somebody that does okay. cost mm-hmm. segregations. There's tons of companies that do them and really great ones. Perfect. Awesome. So, Danny, tell us a little bit more about the tax implications of the cost seg study and how it can impact the owner's tax liability. Yes. So that is going to matter on a few factors. And so if you guys have me back, I think that there's another <laughs> section. <laughs> She's pitching herself. That, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cost seg too. There's a lot yes. of really like specific nuances with taking real estate losses. And so especially real estate, the IRS has their own set of rules into how you're able to deduct things. And so... Anyone that's new into the real estate industry or somebody that's even a senior vet in it, they're Mm going to know what a real estate professional is. Um, And so if you can meet that hurdle, there are more advantageous 
I guess, rules for you to be able to deduct things. So it's immediate deduction against other income. Let's say you don't meet that. Let's say you're a passive, we call it a passive real estate investor. You're just starting to acquire property on the side. You still have some advantages there. Of, so even though if you got these losses and you can't take them to offset, you know, your, your W-2 job, for example, because okay. you're passive. Maybe you have other sources of passive income. You know, so there's some options there. And this gets really technical really quick. So I didn't want to get into detail, yes. but I feel like you have to talk about real estate professional and passive and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, but that matters. And so when you have, so if you're one of those people, so speaking to the audience here, yeah. so if you're one of the people that has real estate and you're going to have the conversations with your tax professional, ask them, am I passive? Am I real estate professional? Have those conversations. Um, Because a lot of taxpayers aren't aware of that. They Mm -hmm, think, I've got this property, I've got losses, I can deduct it. And there's a lot of unfortunate bad advice out there that tells you you can do that and Mm. you're going to get audited immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's having those conversations then, you know, because if you're able, let's say you don't work and you are able to meet rules and you really do dedicate your hours and your time and your real estate and managing your properties well, now you've got this huge tax loss that potentially is very favorable for you to be able to take against your other income. And now maybe you've, I've seen it, I've seen it time and time again where a cost segregation study can take someone's tax liability to zero. Wow. Depending on what they have, they're Mm -hmm. able to check the boxes of being a real estate professional. Um, But yeah, so it can be a really great tool. And especially if you know too, where you have a lot of income coming over here. So like maybe you have a real estate property that's just killing it Mm -hmm. and you're making a ton of money well, now you've got this other one over here that you just purchased. It's coming online. You, you meet the real estate professional. You know, all the rules apply for you to be able to take these losses. Well, now you've got a loss over here that's going to offset all this income okay. over here. And now you've just freed yourself up with all this extra cash flow. Nice. Because really, what, it, what, it cash, what cash should it cost you? Obviously, the improvements in the property, the cash to pay for the study. But depreciation is a non-cash flow item. So now you've got all this cash flow from your rents and no tax bill that you have to pay the IRS. Mm-hmm. So that's why cost segregation and real estate, in my opinion, are great wealth building tools. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear that all over the internet. It's like a really hot topic, yep. I think, right now. And as long as you do it right and hire the right people mm-hmm. to be in your team, it's going to set you up for success every time. Yeah. So when are you going to purchase your next real estate property? <laughs> <laughs> when interest rates get a little yes, gosh, yeah. better. Everyone's the only answer. wrench in the plan at right. the moment. If only, if only in 2020, 2021. Oh, right. We had the foresight gosh. to know. Yeah. I know. I got smart and we sold our house and it was a great deal. I mean, right. it was crazy. I felt like I was watching the stock market yep. with that thing. And living um, in real life. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. But um, yeah, in hindsight. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. That would be the goal. Okay. Awesome. I love it. Well, I'm glad Danny works with us. Like right. she is clearly just an expert and a wealth of knowledge Try. in this area. So I'm constantly reading, listening to podcasts, studying up. And it really is interesting. And if you guys have me back, there's a lot of other topics with real estate that um, are interesting. And I think For that sure. our listeners that are, are in real estate, which I think a lot, a lot more taxpayers are wising up to maybe diversifying their mm-hmm. investments. They're not just going 100% into retirement. They're now thinking, okay, Rentals, right? Yep. Single family, short term rentals. It's a huge topic right huge now. Topic, yeah. and it's it's yeah. It's and I feel like real estate people are always on the go. So mm-hmm. podcasts, having you on, yes. more yes. often would be a great yeah. idea just yeah. for them to listen to. Real quick, wait one project yeah. to the next. Yeah, from whatever house, whatever, yeah. yes. whatever, whatever <laughs> commercial property they're yes. going to go show. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Well, Danny touched on it. I think being proactive and informed yes. and having a good team behind you is so oh important and making sure that you yes. do execute this. Uh, well, then, so you can do a more of the research, you know, and then mm-hmm. they're helping you with the, you know, the, the day-to-day stuff, and then you can just get more in-depth into your niche and yeah. learning the new 
changes yeah. the law changes mm-hmm. definitely text, yeah having the team behind you that knows what they're doing that understands <laughs> if you are if you're in real estate and you work with a tax professional you should ask them do you know what a cost segregation is yes uh, <laughs> that's your homework everybody and if they don't you need to call me a bland yes <laughs> <laughs> we can put our info in the show notes yes yep. oh gosh well danny on that note thank you so yeah. much for coming back on the podcast and I think she has convinced Ashley and I she deserves at least one more episode (laughs) I got a list I know she's already said 1031 short-term short-term rentals I think there's a Danny Uh, sub-series somewhere mm -hmm. on this podcast for her real estate with Danny Sensky yes love it but thank you Danny thanks for having me guys always informative to us to the listeners and Mm -hmm. for everyone listening this did just serve as a primer as Danny mentioned she could have went into Great technical detail here, but we try to keep it somewhat surface level and then just give you the opportunity to reach out if you want more information. As Ashley mentioned, she'll put Danny's contact info in the show notes. I would be remiss if my dad or brother-in-law were to listen to this podcast. They both work for Scarpello Consulting, who provides cost segregation. So shout out to those guys. I think my dad is a listener here. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Hi, Dad. If you share it, you can uh, win some swag. I need some more bland swag. (laughs) I'm glad you name dropped them. I work with them a lot, and they do really great work. Yes, well, good. All right, Ashley, how can people get a hold of us? Yes, I will tell you that. So thank you, Danny, for coming on. We'll put your information in the show notes. Sounds great. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go on to our Instagram at at Bland Accounting. Um, that's our tag. You can find us there. If you share any of our posts or stories, you can be entered in to win some bland swag. We got mm-hmm. a bunch of new stuff that we have mm-hmm. for the spring summertime. Nice. So we can share out. that. Yeah. Also, um, please rate and review us on whichever app you use to listen to us. You can find my email address in the show notes as well. If you ever want to be a guest, you have some topics that you want to hear on any real estate stuff you want to hear on. Either ask Danny yes. or ask me, and I'll get Danny back on the show. Let's do it. But, yes, thank you all for, you know, being a part of our our guests and our listeners. Yeah, yes. You can also check us out on our website, www.blandcpa.com, or, as Ashley mentioned, check us out on social. Right. <laughs> you can also rate and review the podcast on whichever app you use to listen, and we would truly appreciate any way that you can support us, right. listening, sharing, rating, reviewing. I know Danny's left us a review before. Always. Yes. yes. Five stars. Much appreciated. <laughs> yes. So, friends, be informed. Be inspired. And be awesome. Bye. Bye. Hoda Media Production.